Welcome back to Harmonize Your Life, conversations on self-care for women of color with your host, Dr. Tony G. Alvarado. We'll be right back. Well, I'm glad to be back with you today with another uh, intriguing conversation. We're still in the month of March and it is still Women's History Month. And I have a dynamic, powerful woman who is in the podcast studio with us today. I want to read her extensive bio to you because it deserves reading. Okay. (laughs) All right. So Toy Salter, who is our guest today, is a recognized leader in the field of financial and business management. As CEO and founder of Salter Financial Management, LLC, she manages and oversees the day-to-day and long-term financial and business affairs for professional athletes and media personalities. Ms. Salter, a 20-year financial professional, is especially committed to professional athletes after seeing how so many have lost their wealth because of improper financial guidance and counsel. Determined not to let this happen on her watch, she landed top picks in the NBA against all odds and incorporated the industry's most respected wealth institutions and top-tier financial professionals as a part of her team. This approach has been a winning combination. Raised by a family of entrepreneurs, Toy's goal was to always employ herself, and that is what she witnessed growing up. The path that led her to where she is today was non-traditional and based on her guts and passion. After graduating from college in the 1980s, she immediately hung her shingle and opened a nail salon. And as they were virtually non-existent at that time in Chicago, the success of her salon and the valuable relationships that were created served her well and led her into other entrepreneurial endeavors as she continued to follow her instincts. She's a master of reinvention. Believing one should reinvent themselves until they discover their true God-given purpose. Ms. Salter works tirelessly for causes that impact her community. Over the past years, she has received many honors and awards for her dedication to her craft, community, and philanthropy. She believes in higher education and cites it as one of her pillars of success. As a longtime champion for, for youth and education, she has generously committed um, her time to raising funds for several organizations, in particular, in particular, the United Negro College Fund. In 2019, as the chair of the 75th Annual UNCF Chicago Gala, she raised over $1 million to ensure students have a brighter future by mitigating their higher education costs. Ms. Salter is also a dedicated board member of the Chicago Football Classic, which which brings awareness and provides college scholarships for students to attend HBCUs. In addition, 
in 2020, during the COVID pandemic, Toys personally raised close to $3 million for the various charities she champions. Toy is featured in the 2020 HBCU Black History Calendar, along with notables such as Dr. Melinda Barnes, Dr. Lily D. McNair, Tiffany Haddish, Anthony Davis Jr., Derek Rose, to name a few. She is also featured in The Unselfish Women, a coffee table book um, that features over 100 women from across the country that are living life selflessly and making a difference in the lives of others. In February 2021, she was one of the four uh, women featured in the nationally televised Women on the Move, of which I actually watched on YouTube. I got a chance to watch the uh, uh, the, the uh, recording of that um, of that uh, documentary um, on last week as I was preparing for our interview. And I want you to know it is phenomenal. And you can go to YouTube and 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 uh, Google Women on the Move and listen to her there as well. She's also amongst, uh, amongst, amongst her honors are uh, Kia Motors and Uptown Magazine's Game Changer Honor. And she has received the Black Women's Expo Phenomenal Women's Special Recognition Award. A lifetime learner, Toy received her BS in Commerce from DePaul University, a Master of Accountancy from National University, and MS in Financial Planning from the College of Financial Planning. Additionally, she holds the CFPR designation. Soy is, Toy is also my homegirl from the south side of Chicago, and I want y'all to welcome her to the Harmonize Your Life podcast today. Welcome, Toy. Thank you again for, uh, for gracing us with your presence and being a part of our podcast community. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much for having me. You know, it is an honor to be here. Um, I mean, it's truly an honor to be here on your podcast. I'm, I'm happy that you asked me. I'm honored that you asked me. Um, just from us having the relationship that we do, sharing, uh, being a part of the Black Women's Network, for me getting to be familiar with you, this is truly an honor because you're an amazing woman. So I'm happy to be here today. And so are you. And I'm happy to have you uh, to be connected to you. And yes, yeah. we did connect through Dr. Jean Porter King yeah. and the Black Women's Leadership Network, um, of which if you're on Clubhouse, go and join us. Follow us there. Uh, we have every Wednesday we're on at 1130 Central, 1230 Eastern. Uh, time. Um, and we're getting ready to start something uh, called Monday Motivation. So in April, I think we're going to be yeah. doing some Monday morning motivations there as well at Clubhouse. And so you can follow us there. But Toy, I'm, um, I'm so glad you came on with us this, this month for our podcast conversation. You're rounding out the month for us. This is Women's History Month. Yes. And um, oftentimes when we talk about women and women's history. We, we, of course, we have so many women that we can go back through history in, uh, in our community, in the African-American community. And there's so many women's shoulders that we stand on today that we are because they are and because they were. 
and many of them blazed a trail for us that we're still uh, we're walking through today. And now we're blazing our own trails. Yes. And oftentimes we go back to antiquity and through history, but we have real women who are walking amongst us every day who have phenomenal stories. And you are certainly one of those women. And I wanted to raise the stories of those women in my podcast conversations. And thank you for coming on and sharing your story. Thank you. You, you said something. I, I watched your interview with Women on the Move and um, you highlighted your mother. And I was particularly drawn to that part of your interview because um, as I started out this month, I did a tribute to my mother and I, I called it, my story begins with my mother's story. And then Dr. Jean Porter, when she came on, she talked about her mother and her grandmother. And then um, um, uh, one of my spiritual daughters uh, was on the podcast, uh, J.L. Hardy, and she talked about her mother and her adopted mother. And so um, in, in your interview with Women on the Move, you highlighted your mother and you talked about being, uh, you can't, um, you can, only, let me see, the word was, you can only be what you see. Yeah. And you talked about what your mother modeled in front of you. Yeah. And so I just wanted to start out our conversation today about um, you being an entrepreneur. Your mother was an entrepreneur. Share a little bit of your mother's entrepreneurial story and then a little bit of your story and how that influenced you in being an entrepreneur today. Well, first of all, let me just say I am so grateful today that my mother is still alive. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm gonna have I'm just so grateful and I'm just so thankful she'll be 80 um in the next couple of weeks. Oh. And many of us, many of us, uh or I hear my friends, they do not have their mothers in their lives yeah. anymore, yeah. you know. So it is a blessing that I still have my mother. So I thank God for that. But my mother, I was raised, as I said uh in the in the interview with women on the move that you saw, I was raised in a family of entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So not only was my mother an entrepreneur, my father was an entrepreneur, my grandmother was an entrepreneur. So speaking of women, you know, women from my past, you know, mm-hmm. my grandmother had a profound effect on my life because she was probably the first woman entrepreneur that I saw. Um, because not only was I raised by my mother, I was raised by my grandmother as well, because my grandmother was the one who watched us, you know, yeah. Who, yeah. You know after school. In fact, my school was around, my grandma's school was around my, my grandmother's house. So therefore she kept us as many grandparents have been in, in those years. And even now, you know, the grandmother is the one who kind of watches over the kids and that's how it was in my life. And my grandmother had a salon in her basement mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that was busy. So I would see women come in and out of there looking. Yes, beautiful. I remember that. <laughs> those days. Yeah, those days you had the the uh, the salons in the basement where my grandmother did. And that's what I grew up watching, you know. Okay. So okay. early on, I had that, I saw that that entrepreneurial spirit, you know, in my mm-hmm. grandmother, in my mother, my aunt, um, who was uh, um, an attorney, but she also owned um, quite a few Burger Kings, you know? So this is from a child growing up. This is what I saw, my aunts, my uncles, my father, my mother. So it was just entrepreneurs all around me. So therefore, 
for me growing up, I did not have any limits placed on what I could do or what I could be because I saw it all. Um, but the lessons that I learned from my mother mm-hmm. would uh, transcend entrepreneurship. They okay. could apply to people who had a nine to five. The lessons I learned from my mother could apply to people, uh, women who were homemakers. Mm-hmm. They could apply to women who were physicians, women who were uh, our attorneys, you know. Yeah, so yeah. the lessons that I learned from her. And let me just say this. Entrepreneur is just how you make a living. That's, you know, yeah, that's yeah. how it is. It's not your life, you know. So mm-hmm. lessons that I learned from her pertain to life, not just uh let's just say me being an entrepreneur. And the first thing was education. My mother graduated from high school at the age of 15. Mm. So she was very intentional about her education. And Mm. therefore she got that from her mother who, because who did not get that far in school. So she wanted the best for her kids. And we always want the best for our children. And so my mother took up that mantle as well as her sisters, her, my mother's yeah. sister. Uh, like I said, she became an attorney. Her other sister was an educated educator. So education was very important. And she stressed that to me. So early on, I saw education was important. She stressed to me, I need to get all A's. Did I do it? No. So I may not have done the best early on, but I started recognizing the value of education later and it it served me well in my life. Um, She often talked about always being prepared, you know, and Mm -hmm. because opportunities, you just never know when opportunities are going to present themselves to you, that you are to be prepared in all areas of your life. She told me about taking calculated risk. Yeah. She took calculated risk, meaning that she was a pharmacist by trade, but mm-hmm. early on she decided she was going to go into business. And mm-hmm. she owned a um, ostomy care center, uh, a medical surgical supply center. So she okay. did phenomenally well and she had partners in that. So she taught me just by me observing her that it was okay to take these calculated risks. She um, taught me about choosing business partners wisely and choosing Mm -hmm. relationships wisely Um, because you can go into business with the wrong people. You can can have relationships with the wrong people and get messed up. You know, she taught me about choosing the people that I'm going to be around wisely. She talked about it, paying your bills, Mm -hmm. becoming Mm -hmm. debt free. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't always listen to her, but I grew up. You know, (laughs) going back to that, she taught me to be patient and she taught me to be humble. She also, the biggest thing she taught me was that you can be successful as a woman and be single. And that is what I am today. Okay. And I saw that in her life. So I knew early on that. I did not necessarily have to have this significant other for me to be all that I am supposed to be. And that is going to be dictated by God, not by another person. So I learned quite a few lessons from my mother and she lived and she's living that out in her life now, you know, as well as myself. 
Yeah, you're right. And we're blessed to have our mothers. My mother is still with me. Praise God. She's still with us. Um, and we've, um, we're caring for her right now. She's going through a, a battle with cancer, but the Lord is still preserving her life. And, uh, but you're right. And the lessons that I'm even learning from her right now, mm -hmm. what she's going through right now, the lessons of determination and to, you know, I have a new mantra that I picked up from watching my mom. I'm going to yeah. live till I die. And so we just going to live till we die. And she's, she's living life the best she can, yeah. given the circumstances that she's living with. And I've seen her do that all her life. And I talk about that in the tribute that I made to her. So it's important yeah. um, that we have women um, in our lives that can teach us and we can model and learn through our through our successes and our failures because we watch them succeed, we watch them fail, we watch them um, go through things, but yet they they knew how to keep on keeping on, as they would say. You know, yeah, it appeared that they did it effortlessly. Yeah, but, you know, now living <laughs> our lives, it was not effortless. No, it you wasn't. Know. It was. They were able to keep a brave face. You know, yeah. Yeah. and you know that. And and that's what we've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but always we don't we don't have to have that brave face. No, know? no, no. And that's that leads us into another thing that I want I want to talk about. So, um, in your interview with Woman on the Move, you you talked about not you were married, mm -hmm. and now you're divorced. You talked about you saw your mother married and divorced. Yeah, right. And um, yeah. and then you got married and and then you divorced. But you talked about. You married, um, but you you knew beforehand that you were not supposed to marry uh, this um, this gentleman, and you had had a conversation with your mother, but you went through with the marriage anyway. And I know a lot of women who've done that. Mm -hmm. um, I have a girlfriend who did that um, um, years ago, and I remember when I got ready to get married, um, my girlfriend called me because she had, had an experience like that herself married her first marriage and she knew but she went through with it anyway because wedding plans had already been made and invitations had already gone out and I'll never forget she called me the uh she was in my wedding and the morning of my wedding she she pulled me to the side and she said if you have any doubt let's not go there yeah and she said if you know if you have any doubt and she you know shared I, of course I knew her journey um, but she said, I don't want you to make the mistake that I made. Of course, um, I knew that I was supposed to be marrying and who I was supposed to be marrying. Mm -hmm. And thanks be to God, we're still married today. But that happens. Yeah. You said that I didn't have the courage to back out of the marriage beforehand. And you said something that was really, really key that I want to pick up on. You said, I looked good on the outside. And mm -hmm. people saw me because I had the look. I had the yeah. money. We had the car. We had the house, the jewelry, all that. You said, I look good on the outside, but I felt horrible on the inside. Yeah. And so we're talking about owning our stories of self-care and wholeness. And I want you to talk to us a little bit about this idea of being whole internally. Because as women, we sometimes focus on what we look like on the outside, the image mm -hmm. of being whole. But then on the inside and internally, we're dying. How important is it for us to be whole internally? And then how did you come to that place? Well, let me just say, um, that was the time of my life that I was just 
so broken. I was so broken. And so like I had uh, shared, you know, uh, let me just go back to this. I remember saying to my mother, and I shared it in the Women of uh, on the Move interview, that I asked her, how could I back out of this marriage? And she said, you can back out of it, but it won't be graceful. It would be a back bend, a catapult, and a split. So, <laughs> Say that again. It'll be a... She said it will be a back bend, a catapult, and a split. And you know mothers can things to you that I will never forget that, you know? And I said, oh my goodness. So that sound like that was going to be a crazy look. Painful. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be crazy. So I didn't have the courage to back out of it. I did not know how to say, I don't want to go any further. Uh, I don't, I don't want to marry this man, you know, because at that point he had dressed me up. I looked good. He was a wealthy man. Everyone knew that this was going to be like the, the wedding of the year. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't strong enough to back out of that. The Princess Diana wedding, huh? <laughs> oh yeah. It was, it was major. It was major. And so, but that just let me know once, once I got married, I was broken. So I was broken before the marriage and I was broken more so during the marriage. Oh my so, God. Because I did not make good decisions. When you are broken, it shows up in bad decisions, relationships, people that you have interactions with. You are broken manifest so many different ways. And for me to make the decision that I did to marry this man that I shouldn't have, that spoke volumes in terms of the, to the degree of how I was broken, you know, that I saw me marrying this man as um, a way that was going to make me whole, possibly. I saw this as possibly um, fixing some of the insecurities that I may have had, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. maybe as a way out. I also saw this as, because I got married late in life, I was 39 when I got married. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. If I don't marry now, then when? My body clock is ticking. Yes, you know. So I'm trying to rush into something and, and do something because it looked good, but it wasn't good for me. This was not a relationship that I should have been in, you know. So what I went through in this brokenness, I'm actually grateful to God that I did. So it was through your brokenness that you became whole. It was through my brokenness that I became whole. It was through my brokenness that I went back to my foundation, which was I went back. I went, not that I went back because I always had God in my life, but that's when I started studying the word. You know, it's one thing to have God and be a Christian. It's another thing to study his word. And that relationship brought me to studying the word because I could not share or I didn't feel that I could share what I was going through with my friends. I didn't want them to know what was going on. And, you know, oftentimes women, um, we, we hold this, we, we keep this veneer. We keep yeah. look that we're strong, um, that we can do everything, that uh-huh. we're invincible and all of yeah. that. 
Yeah. Nothing bothers us. And that is what was going on with me. I was trying to portray all of this strength. I didn't want anybody to know that I was crumbling. I didn't want anybody to think any less of me. I didn't want anybody to think that, oh, I made this bad decision and to uh, maybe look down on that. I, I didn't want that. I wasn't strong enough to handle that at that time. Wow. Wow. So I needed all of that. And the good thing is I recognized and I took ownership oh. of what of, of my mistake, of the decisions that I make. We have to take ownership of our decisions. You know, and once I took ownership of that decision, I took steps to start correcting the the problems that I may have been having. You know, okay. I didn't want to put this on anybody else. Truly, my husband was not a good husband, but it wasn't even about him. That marriage at that point and the decision that I made to marry him had everything to do with me. Wow. It had everything to do with me not recognizing the strength that I had that uh, or or the things that I needed to work out that. Um, and fortunately, you know, God brought me through that. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah. wow. There's a lot of things that I had to peel back the layers on. And I'm so glad that I came to this decision early on to know that it was my fault. Wow. <laughs> you said I had to own my part. Own it. That's I the whole thing. Owning our stories of self-care and wholeness. We got to own it. We got to recognize it. And I think that's the first step to becoming whole. It when I can true. own my part in it. You got to own your part in it. You've got to own your part in it. If you do that somebody else, you, you're never going to become whole. You're going to be constantly giving that to somebody else. You're going to be constantly, uh, possibly a victim. I'm not a victim. Wow. Wow. I'm not a victim. I'm not a victim. Wow. Toy, did you do anything other? I know you said you went to the Bible, you prayed. And as Christian women, we do that. Um, but did you do anything outside of that? Like, did you do therapy? Did you talk to friends? Did you do anything like that? Did you have an accountability group or someone you talked to no. outside of? No. And you know what? You have to understand that was something that happened to me 20 years ago. That oh, okay. Made my okay. life today. So okay. 20 years ago, they didn't have that. You oh, know? I see. Okay. You didn't, I hear you. Hear about You're that. Right. You You're didn't right. hear about um going to therapy. Right. Here, at least I didn't. You know, that's yeah. not what you did. That wasn't what we did 20 years ago. You're right. That's we it. didn't teach it's it in church. Right. You know, we didn't preach it. We didn't teach it. You're right. I was afraid to even tell my pastor, um, Bishop Brazier. And when I finally told my pastor, I was, because I couldn't go, I could not, it was not sustainable. That hurt that I was feeling was not sustainable. And I went to my pastor because I knew I needed to get out of this marriage, but I went to him. And after I shared with him what was going on, he said to me, God does not want you to live like that, Sister Salter. Whoa. <laughs> I know Bishop Brazier. Bishop Brazier said, Whoa. And then get that divorce. <laughs> and that was like, uh, the weight of the world had been lifted yeah. off my shoulders, you know, because I had already been reading the Bible 
uh, trying to figure out what uh, God said about divorce, you know, and I said, oh, my goodness. Oh, Lord. Yeah, oh, Lord. Uh, I wasn't uh-huh. understanding it, you know, uh-huh. understanding uh-huh. it clearly. So yeah. um, once I got some understanding behind it I, and accepted my um, ownership in that, you yeah. know, that I was operating yeah. outside of God's alignment, will. God's assignment that um, I was OK after that. You know, fortunately, wow. it didn't take me long. You know, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Thank, thank you, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. How did you know that? Um, how did you know you were dying internally then? You know, you said you went to the Bible. You said you mm-hmm. weren't feeling, you felt internally. You said yeah. you wish people would have asked you how, how, how you were doing internally. Yeah. yeah. How did you know? What, what were the signs? Um, I just wasn't myself anymore. You know, I was, I was withdrawn. Um, I, I, I knew that I was kind of living a lie. You know, I was sad. Mm-hmm. I was crying. I mean, it was things that anybody would notice that, well, people wouldn't notice it because I kept a brave front. But for myself, you know, I, I just I, I just wasn't myself anymore. You know, uh-huh, uh-huh. that you cannot be yourself for a long period of time and, uh, and, and sustain that, you know, yeah, yeah, it was going to, it's going to show up in, in all kinds of areas in every area of your life. And, um, for me, that's what it did. It just, it just broke me down. You know, I wasn't, um, around my family. I couldn't be because I couldn't keep up that, um, that, uh, what would I say? that facade anymore, you know, I'd stay withdrawn and that's not me, you know, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. happy go lucky, you know, that wasn't me. So I had to, I had to rectify that. Yeah. And I did. Yeah. So, um, so we would say, um, and for anyone listening, I want to just say that maybe one of the signs of us not being whole is this whole feeling of isolation. Yes. Like I have to hide, can't be around yeah. my family because if I'm around them, they may pick up on something's not right. People look at you right. and say, you know, you don't seem like yourself or whatever. So we hide, mm-hmm. we isolate, yeah. we distance ourselves. And sometimes that's a sign of something not being right internally yeah. with us. I love that. And I like what you said, that you cannot not be yourself for a long time and sustain that. You can't sustain that. Mm-mm. No, you cannot you sustain can't. that. You you said that. You also said, I wish someone would have asked me how I was really doing. So can you speak to us about the role of relationships and community in our journey, in our journey toward wholeness? Or how important is it to have a community around us? Oh, it's vitally important. I remember growing up this song, and I don't remember if my father taught me this song, if I uh, learned this song in a a choir or something like that. And the words were, and I learned this early on, no man is an island. Mm -hmm. No man stands alone. Mm -hmm. Each man's joy is joy to me. Each man's grief is my own. We need one another. So I can defend each man as my brother, each man as my friend. I'll never forget that. And I remember that I didn't understand it then, but I understand it now. Yeah. We need each other. We were not created to be alone. 
We were created to interact with each other. We were created to support each other. We were created to be of service to each other. We were created to uplift each other. We were created to love one another. Of course, we were created to serve God. That is not being alone. So important. Yeah. That is not being alone. Yeah. You need community. Yeah. Yes. 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 We need family. Yeah. We need friends. Once yeah. we go into that isolation mode or being by ourselves, we are out of alignment. Yes. With yes. what God has set for us. We are to interact with each other in a loving way. And that helps you. Um uh, in, in every, in every area of your life. You yeah. Know? Yeah. He didn't yeah. create us just to be by ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. We need yeah. each other. We need each other for this. When we're weak, someone else is strong. Yeah. We yeah. need to be able to depend and, and, and well, depend on them for that. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. we don't have anybody in our lives that represents that, then we need to be that to someone yes. else and yes. see that. Yes, be yes, supportive yes. of someone else. Yeah. Uplift someone else. Be a part of community. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and this is so important, especially now in this pandemic, because we are we're distanced because mm -hmm. physical distance because of the pandemic, and so we are in this season, particularly in this pandemic, we've seen depression rise, yeah. we've seen suicides go up, yeah. we've seen divorce. Yeah. Our rates go up because of all of the distancing. But God created us. And when God said, man should not be alone, that wasn't just in the context of marriage. But we need to be in relationship with other people. We need to be in relationship. I don't know, uh, Toy, it looks like I've lost you out of the stream. I'm going to bring, We how do we get you back, Toy? Let's see. We're having a little bit of... Uh, we lost her for a second. Let's see if we can get her back in just a moment. But listen, beloved, I hope you all are enjoying this conversation with Toy Salter. She has been blessing us. I'm going to bring her out of the stream for a moment and just talk to you for a second. But Toy has been blessing us. Um, and I want you to um, follow her, Toy Salter. I'm putting her up there. I'm putting her information there. You can look her up on Facebook at Toy Salter. You can go to Instagram and follow her there. Um, um, look Toy up because she's she's very active on Instagram. Um, she's also on Twitter. Um, I want to get her Twitter feed up, up here in a minute. Find her Twitter feed there. You can follow her on Twitter at toy underscore Salter. But I want you to look her up because she is phenomenal. You heard Toy talk about um, being a part of a community. And so women, I want to uh, encourage you to join the Harmonize Your Life Women's Self-Care Network. I want you to join us on this journey. You heard Toy talk about the importance of being a part of a community. You heard her talk about um, being broken. And then um, you heard her talk about um, how important it is to be connected to a community that can help you be um, strong and do all the all of what God has called you to do to help you with those broken places. And 
and help you with wholeness um, in your life. And so I just want you to know that you can you can be whole no matter what you're going through. You can be whole in this season. And so I want you to connect with me in this Harmonize Your Life Um uh, self-care network. You can follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify. We're going to get Toy back in the studio in just a moment. Toy, can you can you just go back into that link? Just go. Let's see. Just go back. I'll bring you back into the studio. Just go back. I'm still live, but I'm going to bring you back in as soon as I see you come back up. All right? I'm just doing a little station identification while you're out. And if you click that link, you should be able to go right back in. Okay, wait a minute. I'm just trying to this. It's okay. This is this is live, y'all. And so you get what we get, what you get. You can follow this podcast on 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 Apple. You can follow us on Google. You can follow us on Spotify. You can follow us on on YouTube. You can go to my YouTube channel. And you can follow this podcast can I come there. Through this on my cell phone. Yeah, go ahead. Come through on your cell phone. Come through on your cell phone. We're good. Okay. You were just hitting so good. This is nothing but the enemy trying to distract. It's all right. We good. We got this. We're almost done, and we got this. All right. I'm gonna hang up and let you come back in. I'm gonna come through on my cell phone. It's okay, and I'll bring you in. Okay. okay. I'm gonna hang up. All right. As soon as Toy comes back, we'll bring her back on. But I just want you women. Um, let me just let you know that you are listening to the Harmonize Your Life Conversations on Self-Care for Women of Color podcast with your host, Dr. Tony G. Alvarado. This month, we are owning our stories. We're owning our stories of self-care and wholeness. I've been interviewing today with Toy Salter of the Salter Financial Management Group. She has a phenomenal story of, of wholeness, of self-care, and you can follow her on her social media and uh, listen to um, other uh, interviews that she has done as it relates to her life, her journey, her entrepreneurship, and all the work that she is doing in our community. All right. I want to encourage you, encourage you, encourage you to stick with us, to be a part of what we are doing here in this podcast community. If you are in need of resources, if you're in need of resources uh, that can help you with your, um, help you become whole, help you to overcome. If you're divorced, I see Toy coming back in. So we're going to bring her back into the studio. Toy, I'm going to bring you back in in just a moment. I see you. I see you. I'm just trying to get over to you. Amen. Just trying to get over to you to bring you back in. Add to the stream. I got you. All right. We good. I the got devil you. Is That's okay. The devil's busy, but we good. <laughs> we are good. I'm bringing you back in now. All right. So, Toy, I was just doing a little station identification while we lost you there, but we got you back. And so we're going to continue our conversation. But I was telling them, if you're in need of some resources for wholeness, if you've been married and divorced and you need some resources, look us up. Go to my website at drtonyalvarado.com. We have a self-care network that you can join women and we can connect you to women like Toy. Um, you can follow Toy Salter on, on Facebook there. You can follow her at Facebook at Toy Salter. You can follow her on IG at Toy Salter, at, at Toy Salter. You can look her up on Instagram at 
Toy underscore Salter. And I always read it out for those who are listening and may not be watching us uh, on YouTube. Again, you can follow us on YouTube at Dr. Tony G. Alvarado. So Toy, I want to I wanna shift real quickly um, because we've been talking a little bit about this wholeness journey, but this is a self-care podcast. This is a, a lifestyle podcast. Talk to us a little bit about how you, um, what brings you joy? How do you find harmony? How do you find peace in your life? You talked a lot about your spiritual life, but talk to us about some of the other things that you do for self-care, for wholeness, and to bring harmony into your life. Well, you know what? Um, what brings me joy, actually, is different than what used to bring me joy years ago. What brings me joy now, and I know you said we talked about God, is me just learning more about him. That's what brings okay. me joy right now. You know, that is what's helping me in my life today. You know, me getting into the word. It's, it's just showing up in so many amazing ways in my life, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's important to me. What brings me joy is spending time with my mother. Mm -hmm. What brings me joy is knowing that... Um, I don't have to do what everybody else is doing. Yes. The, the simple things in life is what matters to me now. You know, I love that. You know, I love just. Uh, and that's important because you're yeah. in financial management and you manage. Um, I read in your bio and uh, you manage high powered clients. You manage yeah. NBA players, people with money. Yeah. And you and you and you've had your share of wealth. Yeah. And so, but you said it's the simple things in life. It's the simple Money things. doesn't bring us happiness. No. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I had, I, I've had it, you know, and that money does not bring the happiness. Mm -mm, no. I'm happiest when I'm able to accomplish goals that I've had. I'm, I'm happiest or at joy when I'm able to be of service to someone else. That brings me a great amount of joy you know, to be able to help someone else um, do whatever it is that they're trying to do, provided that it's something really good, you know. I love that. I love giving back, you know. So that those kind of things bring me joy now. Good, good, good. I am, I'm telling you, this, this conversation has been a blessing. I thank you so much for coming on this podcast. We, you know, we had a lot of technical difficulties today on my end. <laughs> and I know it's because you have a message. I, You know, at one point, I'm like, girl, I need to get you a preaching license. I mean, you miss your calling. <laughs> girl, you blessed us so today. Um, do you have one final word that you want to share with our, with our audience today? Yeah. I, you know what I would like to share? Don't keep up with the Joneses you know, and it's okay to say no. I, ha I use no as a sport now, you know, because we can't, we, as women, we tend to try to be everything to everybody. We tend to try to do everything per with perfection and we just can't do that, you know? So I have, uh, I I've adopted the word no, <laughs> because if I can't, I just need to get things off my plate. And I feel a lot better when I'm able to say no in a good way. You know, you don't have to take on everything. And, and I think that's what I want to leave. And that's my self-care.
by me saying no to the amount of things that may come my way. It helps me um, to be able to uh, show up in my life uh, better. <laughs> Let me just say that. So say wow. no. <laughs> say no. Don't say tell you everything. No. And my, as my therapist says, no is a complete sentence. Yes. It's a complete sentence. Mm -hmm. You don't have to apologize. You don't have to explain. No. 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 Thank you so <laughs> much, Joy. Thank you for taking out time and oh, your busy you schedule. You could be doing so many <laughs> other things, working with all your high power clients and no. raising money and giving away money and just being your wonderful self, spending time with your mom or just yeah. sitting up, just doing whatever you want to do. Thank you for taking the time. I appreciate our friendship that's growing. Yes. Our that is developing. And I just I just appreciate you for being you and for being a woman on the move and just being a real down-to-earth sister. Thank you so <laughs> much. And thank you so much for having me. Uh, this has been great. You know, even though the devil was busy during this <laughs> podcast, now we pushed him aside. Technology, you know, you know what they say about technology. It can yeah. be your best friend <laughs> and your worst enemy all Absolutely. at the same time. But you know, we're in this... In this COVID world, girl, in this pandemic, everybody had to switch to do all this. And we're still learning. We're still yeah. learning how to do all this stuff. But thank you again. Thank you. Thank you for, thank you for being a part. And listen, beloved, listen out for more to come um, in our podcast uh, conversations and the Harmonize Your Life conversations on self-care for Women of Color podcast. We'll see you again next time. Blessings to you. Hi, this is Dr. Tony Alvarado. I am so delighted about bringing the Harmonize Your Life podcast to you. Would you do me a favor? If you are enjoying this, this podcast, would you email me at hello at drtonyalvarado.com? I want to hear from you. I want your feedback. I want to know if there are any other topics that you are interested in as it relates to wellness, self-care, nutrition, or just overall bringing harmony into your life. Email me, contact me at hello at drtonyalvarado.com.